My name's Nate Reich. Uh, I'm a paralympic athlete for Team Canada. Uh, the most recent uh, games, uh, I won gold in Tokyo in the 1500 meters. And uh, <laughs> he's humble about his accomplishments. But don't let it fool you, he is a dog. My dog, I mean, his mentality is on a different level. Perfect, perfect. You know what it is? It's BT over here. Zane Dre's over here. And we got our special guest, Nate Dog. Ready for it? At least I hope I am. Uh, we got Nate. <laughs> this is this is uh, one of my great friends and uh, roommates for this trip. We're currently in Arizona right now in Flagstaff, up in the mountains for altitude training. Um, on the tail end of it, but yeah. One Nate, just to take it away, man. Introduce yourself. Let, let us know who you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> My name's Nate Reich. Uh, I'm a paralympic athlete for Team Canada. Mm. At the most recent uh, games, uh, I won gold in Tokyo in the 1500 meters. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I think it's just from putting up with Bond, but you know, hey, you hey, gotta do, you gotta do. You gotta build some cow somewhere, right? And yeah, and, uh, get ready to go to Paris here in uh, a couple years' time and try and uh, try and uh, repeat. So that's why I'm on IR up here and uh, putting in the work. Love it, love it. That's so crazy. Don't 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 forget. He's a he's a world record holder at that as well. Um, in his in his events respectively. So cool it, yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. And I just want to say that both for Nate and for the viewers right now. Um, Nate, Nate is quite familiar with, uh, Irvon is quite familiar with Nate. I have not so much. So the viewers, like I am the viewers, basically like you and I are the same. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> Nate, you can treat me as how the viewers are going to receive, you know what I mean? So I'm going to be asking crazy questions. You know what I mean? I, 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 I don't know nothing. Right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. That's, that's best to preface that because. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so today, uh, it's, it's really special. Nate, Nate has been uh, able to accomplish quite a bit, as you can see, to be able to do what he does, um, train beside yes. him, um, being roommates with him, like what it takes, even off the track recovery wise, um, what he's doing is a, is an impact. And so, oh no, well, we'd like to slide, you know, throw our word around. Um, and Nate, Nate does a great job of that. He also works with uh, youth. Uh, every now and then uh what's that platform uh, uh children's miracle network children's miracle network where um uh, i've been direct with children and they get to ask him questions about his career his personality um and he inspires and so uh on and off the track he's his mentality is always uh um twofold in in really just going after one his dreams and also while on the journey of doing so he's in, he's giving back so um that is nate and from my perspective um, his last name is Grey Wolf, so uh, we always go out when he's on the track. You know, he's got that, he's got that dog in him, so, um, I just want- You got that dog in him. Yes, sir! Nate, <laughs> just, uh, speak to, uh, your story, um, you know, how you got your injury, like, you know, why are you a para-athlete, and kind of like the road to how you got here as a Paralympian, uh, as well as a world record holder, as well as that, 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 that. 
Yeah, no, that's uh, that's definitely a packed that question. I think it, it all it all really starts with you know how I how I grew up. I uh, was born in Fresno, California, and I was born right in the middle of uh, twelve professional athletes. So both of my parents were uh, international track and field athletes, and I was born when they both were in college. And so pretty much, I didn't really know any different. Uh, we always joke around that I didn't know it wasn't normal to do wind sprints at 7 a.m. with your family to see who's the fastest in the fam until I was in junior high. So, you know, that was just uh, my life. And um, as Vaughn referred to my story, um, when I was 10 years old, I was playing golf. We were, you know, driving our parents crazy as, you know, <laughs> us, us young people like to do. Yes. Um, and I'm in. So they said, why don't you guys go out and, go out and p- play golf? I had a, I had a baseball tournament the, the, the following day. So, um, you know, as when freak things happen, you know, the first five or six holes going super smooth, you know, I'm just not trying to throw any F-bombs out there while, while <laughs> my quads are shaking into the trees. Um, but on the seventh hole, an older group of gentlemen asked to play through, and uh, we were 10 years old, so of course we hit our balls first, and they're like, they're trying to take care of us, so they said, why don't you stand under the tree about 150 yards left of the fairway? And I was in the middle, my two friends were on, on the outside of me, and I remember looking back, because I noticed he had this SQ Nike driver, and when he hit it, it sounded like a tin trash can, so it was just that kind of that unique noise uh, that only that driver made, and then all of a sudden, I looked down, and then I had this tingly sensation uh, go through my body, and the ball had that really weird bounce, and my friends said, Nate, you just got hit in the head by a golf ball, and I was like, holy crap, um, you know, my right arm jolted down right away, um, you know, being 10, you don't know really any word paralysis or anything, uh, like that. So I, I grabbed my phone, called my mom. Uh, Vaughn knows my mom. Um, and she's like, Nate, I can't believe that you're faking it. Like, I can't believe that, like, you're going to, uh, you know, end the round early. I was complaining about a sore arm from the night before when I pitched my best baseball game I'd ever pitched. Um, but reluctantly, she came and picked me up. Um, you know, didn't call 911 or anything, but she wanted to drop my friends off first because, you know, they're also 10. So that's a very scary environment to be in, in that, in that hospital setting. And, and so she drove me to the hospital, but as we got closer and closer to the hospital, I could, uh, feel her panic growing and starting to build. And, uh, you know, when she, when we finally got to the hospital, she's like, neat, jump out and run into the emergency room, but I couldn't. I was dragging my right leg. I had been, become fully paralyzed on the right side of my body. Um, and so she had to literally grab me and pull me into the, the emergency room. Um, and then my whole crap moment was I got back to my own room finally and I started to have a seizure. And I was shaking uncontrollably. And that was the first time I'd seen any emotion or negative emotion. I don't know, my mom, she sprinted out of the hospital uh, room to, to go and grab a doctor. And right then and there, I kind of knew like something's not not right, and you know the prog- prognosis wasn't good. Uh, you know they said Nate, never walk without a lift. Competitive sports are not in your future, and you will not graduate high school. So really, kind of damn, kind of like don't don't even try. And uh, you know uh, Vaughn definitely knows me as a pretty fiery person. I think sometimes you know when you meet me, I'm a pretty chill guy, but um, I definitely have a switch. <laughs> that I turn and uh, can definitely become very, very uh, fiery for sure. And you know, uh, you know, in, in my crazy mind, I was like, "Well, if you say I can't walk, why don't I become a, a professional track and field athlete?" So that was really 
my my <laughs> uh, fingertip, middle finger, uh, back at hand. <laughs> Being like, hey man, let's let's yeah, let's let's do this thing. You know, I think I think for me it was uh, it's okay if I fail, but if I don't try and I get that failure, then that's really not okay. Um, you know, I'm the oldest of five. And so, uh, anything that I do, I always think of what, what will my little brothers and sisters think of that. Um, and so, that was something that was really big for me. And, you know, uh, I think my mom really laid the foundation for me. She's, I got out of the hospital on a Sunday, went to school on Monday. And my mom said, I don't care if you, you have a headache, not come home. Uh, you know, you need to figure this out. We're not going to be easy on you. We're going to support you 100%. But, you know, this is no, uh, you know, this is no freeway here. We're, uh, you're, we're going to make you earn everything that you have. And, uh, you know, looking back now, I'm so thankful for that. Um, you know, that really led me to wow. the second fastest in the state of Georgia in, in uh, cross country. <laughs> the D1 scholarship uh, to go run at Furman in South Alabama. And then eventually getting surprised wow. the Paralympics, having three world records winning a world title, a Pan Am title, and a Paralympic title. And you know, for me, yeah, you can say I have a, have a, lot, have a, lot, of, a lot of success, but you know, I don't really display any of that stuff. Uh, for me, it's always about the, about the next thing. But uh, I think as you get older, you do want to enjoy those moments. So I think now I'm uh, really trying to figure out how to split those, how to you know be ambitious mm -hmm. and chase that next goal, but also enjoy that um you know with my friends and family wow listen bro Vaughn? bro <laughs> listen who is this guy bro chills chills bro chills chills if anybody wow wow wow, 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 wow. Like, i'm tired not feeling it and you can do something and you know that's a goal of yours isn't what he just said it's not the fact that you failed or not it's the fact that he wanted to try and that failure, he'd be okay with. Bro, and watch this. Bro, I, I can't remember if it was you who sent this video or somebody else, but I remember uh, in one of our group chats, somebody sent a video of, uh, I think it was Kevin Hart saying, uh, everyone's afraid to fail, but by the way, not trying is failing. And we're like, yeah, and he just confirmed. That's exactly, that's exactly it. That's exactly that's it. Crazy, you that's crazy, bro. Mark, because Nate and I joke about Kevin Hart. about Kevin Hart. Like spit skits back to each other. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, Miss Green. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Crazy. That's hilarious. No, nah, man. I, I. Mad. It's crazy because some pieces of that story, and I asked Nate to share the story as if you know it's brand new audience um obviously you might not know most of our audience and and my other audience might not know nate and so i just like asked him to explain it the way that like obviously brand new audience and some of that i've never heard and i literally got chills listening to um but i know his, his mom and just how how she is and she is that type of person and have a parent to be like she sets such a hard standard that you cannot dip below like and that's 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 it and and um your mom has had some success in track and field so has your dad and it's just like that that background of the mentality wow. going into something like this which is like the turning point in your life um please like speak more about your mom and what she, like what she kind of laid the foundation like what kind of uh, groundwork did she lay for you in, like, specifically 
Yeah, definitely. I think one of our big messages is there was this teacher that Kobe Bryant had, and he had this quote that said, don't rest in the middle, rest at the end. And so for her, it's like, uh, when the work is not done, there's no, there's no resting. Absolutely not. And she made it very clear to me, like, Nate, listen, you have disadvantages, but that's not the way we're going to look at it. We're going to look at it as opportunities. So Nate, yes, you have to re do more recovery than that normal able-bodied athlete but guess what that's a win you get to wake up early you get to do all these little things and when you step on that line you know you've done more than anyone else and then that goes same to the classroom my mom's like yes you get some extended time but that doesn't mean you can get c's i expect d's and a's and if you get a c track's gone and so for me she was like it doesn't matter how long it takes you um you need to rise to that level kind of like Vaughn Vaughn was talking about yeah. and we're not allowed to dip yeah. and, uh, the thing that I love about her is that she let me know those expectations mm. and she's not a sports psychologist but she almost is like she'll ask me oh. three or four different questions and it's almost like I'm taking a survey so that she knows how hard that she can push me and she knew that I wanted to be Paralympic or olympic champion one day and so she would mess with me all the time at practice she would be like all right nate we're gonna do a time trial on tuesday monday would would come around we'll go to practice all right nate in an hour you have a time trial do whatever you need to do um but like we're supposed to do it on tuesday she goes did you not hear me doing it we're doing it today or i would be warming up and she would like try and like move my shoes somewhere so that i would freak out before the race so that I would learn how to deal with chaos or she would talk to me or ask me the same question like 10 times in the car before a race and you know before a performance or before a race you're so nervous and you know you can get frustrated really really easily and so she would push those buttons and really teach me um you know how to do that and for me it's so funny how it comes full circle at pan am games they moved my race up by two hours four hours be before my race so we had to rush and get to the track and i barely got to warm up i had to step on the line and then in, wow. and then in tokyo my legs stopped working my uh bad side and then all of a sudden i was like oh my gosh this is the biggest rest of my career i just trained five years for this sole event and all of a sudden my nervous system is like shut down um and so you know we learned how to stay calm how to wake it up as much as we can um and so i think for me she just really taught me how to be comfortable in my own skin and uh that's probably the thing that i'm most thankful for her to this day yo so wow. we spoke about something similar to this with parents um on a previous podcast and how parents jobs are to ensure that their children not only survive but like they are there to give them the hardest case the worst case scenario so that they can survive and thrive in any given situation it's not about being friends with your kids or oh let's you know let's that that's good yes but that is a ex perfect example of i'm gonna make you the best that you can be in any given situation and for me in my opinion that's that's the definition of a a great period um and 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 the thing that i'll add to that is i think the caveat to what you just said that to me i took from what you just said in 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 when he was explaining about how his his mom is is how he said the first thing she did was ask questions to see what he truly wanted so it was like she understood okay this is the goal and then based on that understanding it's like okay some days he's not gonna want to get up so now my role is to make him get up you know what i mean like it's like that understanding of like 
okay, now my role is to push you to where I know you really want to be. So like in those little areas where you might not be reaching, I'm going to make you reach there. You know what I mean? That's cr that's crazy, bro. That's great. Oh. I didn't know that all the little things and um with Para or uh, Pan Am and and uh, at the at the Olympic game or Para Olympic games that all those things went wrong before because mind you he went to these events and smashed them. <laughs> so like <laughs> I I didn't know all that took place and it's interesting that it did it did come full circle. Um, did you remember in those moments your mom teaching you those skills? Yeah, definitely. I I uh, you know I always think that i can handle anything like that might not be the truth but in that moment that is my truth like i can either uh go through more pain than anyone else or i can handle anything and so uh for me yeah. you know it's framing it in a way that's chewable and that you can digest and then and then attacking it like or, like my injury is not a poor me it, it, it happened crap happens that's my life that's my new circumstances if i whine about it for three or four years then what good is that going to do i'm not going to be accomplishing any of my goals and um and i want to accomplish my goals i mean uh at, at at the end of the day i have a lot more things i want to accomplish in my career professionally on the track and off the track mm -hmm. um and so um, that's just kind of the way that i try and frame things that's blessed wow. that's blessed and you know what i'm getting from a lot of the things that you even said uh in the beginning is i wrote it down here because I, I also had this thought, but then he was kind of speeding that thought. And, 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 and what it is, is this thought of, I, I think that for me, people are different, but I think for me, the, the most inspiration that I get, or like the, the, the strongest lessons that I learned from people are when it's from the character of the person I'm watching or from how they act and behave rather than what they tell me. So it's like, you can be a wise person. But if the way that you're trying to communicate your wisdom is we have to sit down and you're going to like words, you know, like we're going to conversate. Um, that's that's good. But I feel like in this situation, um, and it, 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 I think it bleeds over into like your mom and, and, and your parents and stuff and how you grew up. Um, but like seeing that inspiration and seeing that like, oh, in this family, we don't give up or like in this, you know, you know what I mean? Like. This is not a poor me situation. Like we're gonna rise to the occasion, or things like that. It's like more about like the character and how you guys act. You know what I mean? Which is to me, that's like so inspirational. Like that's like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Well, this that's so true. I, I actually just hearing you talk, I was thinking to myself like, um, what's your mom with like Max and your brothers and sisters? Is she the same way with them, or is she a little bit harder and you? Just, like what is that like? Yeah, I think I think she parents each of us completely different. Um, I would say she probably parents me and Avery, who's the youngest one on my mom's side. Um, us the same, kind of. She's definitely a bit more hard on us. And then I think my stepdad, who I consider my dad, um, kind of parents the two middle boys a bit a bit harder than my mom does. And so, um, you know, they're a really good getting in. Um, you know, it's... And my my motivation always has come from my, from my siblings to uh, hopefully pave a path that they're proud of um and so you know those are those things when you know we talk about when you're tired or um, or whoever's tired you don't want to do the work but it's the things that i think of when i feel that way um like if i told max i didn't want to go out and train she would look at me like what's wrong with you um and so, and so uh yeah we definitely motivate and inspire each other yeah uh, which is uh, yeah really cool how 
close to four myself. That's four. And and um on the on the topic of like parenting and like how your how your parents would like make you guys rise to the occasion and, and stuff like that and push you to to do what you your goals are. Like it sounds right now that you kind of have like a hindsight um hindsight mindset of like you have hindsight appreciation of like things that they were doing but clearly like when you're 15 you know what i mean like them pushing your buttons is gonna be annoying so like my question is like what was when was when did you realize that like oh she like this is actually good like like i actually appreciate what they were doing and i definitely i mean i got kicked out of practice i don't i don't like you guys you got multiple times by my mom uh, i would say when i moved to victoria because I had like this separation um, where it was like, my mom's not my coach anymore. She's not, I mean, she's still, still my mentor, but in a different way, she's more of a full-time mom. And so when I moved up to Victoria in 2018, uh, it's when I met Bond and um, yeah, I just, I, I started work, working with the sports psych and kind of going through things and finding people who I really look up to and what are those characteristics of, um, those people who I look up to, and um, I think that's really when the appreciation set in uh, fully. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had appreciation for her, and um, you know, my stepdad played such a huge role too. Um, you know, he played this completely other role. He's the one that I lifted with at five a.m. Uh, three times a week, and um, she could because uh, he's the father figure uh, in my life. He's the one that could really push different buttons. Um, and have harder conversations uh, that were sometimes there's certain topics I wouldn't listen to my mom on and he and I listened to him on those certain those certain topics so um, they played a really really good role and uh, you know my stepdad doesn't get a lot of credit um, and so whenever we talk about parents I always want to bring him up because uh, he definitely deserves to share that nice that's West <laughs> that's West I um so those sessions with your with your stepdad Ben yeah yeah um and those sessions in the morning um where there was like comparatively breath stuff like fresh air air with him like building that relationship connection and that that drive in terms of like coaching styles not even parenting but just coaching styles like how did you find his coaching style like 5 5 30 in the morning versus like training with your when she was your coach mm-hmm. yeah my mom's definitely more intense um but i feel like you just don't mess around with my stuff that like you just put with that you just like you just it's just kind of known that you know i mean he's six six four uh former professional baseball player um so it's like <laughs> yeah you don't you don't kind of mess with him but i think i've always in high school i started growing this uh, i would say unique appreciation for him because um you know he stopped playing professional baseball because he had um other things in his life that were important and i was one of those things and he was 25 26 when he did that and so as i got closer to be 25 or 26 um i started to imagine like me getting married me my wife having you know if they had if she had a kid prior to me like like how would i step up and you know i don't know if i would have done what 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 he did for me and um you know there's no uh me on the track without that there's no world records. There's no Paralympic record. There's no Paralympic title without him. Um, and so I think uh, I had, we had like this weird, like unique understanding of each other. And um, and he recently went through cancer. And 
we connected on both of our uh, I don't want to call it trauma, but just ex experiences through adversity, and that even made us even closer. Um, and so it's just funny the twists and turns that life takes, and the ways that it pushes you and also brings you closer. Literally, just oh, I I think you were genuinely blessed with the parents that you were given. Oh, dude like immensely that yeah just thinking about right now i'm 22 but turn 23 and, I, and yeah just putting putting myself in that in shoot that band um just i'm not sure if, if he did it you know for, uh, easily mm -hmm. but that's huge like that's a prime age to be like i'm in baseball you can be in baseball for a while yeah. right and so um shout out to the dream team of your parents because they've obviously done a, a fantastic job in creating uh, a person uh, that that can handle and also demolish adversity and anything in his path and so in your past so i, I shout out to them and that's that's huge um to be able i i have yeah that's incredible. oh yeah continue 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 yeah no just that yin and yang of what they were able to do and bring to the table um not just for you but for like your brothers and sisters um as well as like i know you as more of like a, the athletes the giving back the you know the banter, the you know that that fiery side. Oh, never been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's 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 really nice and refreshing to hear like this, like where it, where it's coming from, where it all started. Yeah, what you were gonna say, Sam? Man, yeah, I I just I was thinking about all this, and it brought to my attention that like it, it just brought a question to my mind, and it's a very broad question, so this can really go into any direction, but. uh based on what he was talking about and based on what I know about you as well, Juan, we kind of all um, have gone through periods of time where we had to make very big decisions and and very borderline life-altering decisions. And that is a perfect example of your stepdad saying, hey, I'm 25 and I can choose to either keep playing or step down because of whatever it may be that he, he deems more important. I, like, that's... That, <laughs> <laughs> you like you can say it like that's like a like a like just a surface level thing but dude to be 25 years of age yeah. playing professional baseball and saying not nah, things are more important he's a crazy decision bro yes like that's a crazy decision like like put respect on that right, yes. right there bro yeah because <laughs> a lot of people not making that choice bro yeah like a lot of people not made as so my question is and it's not really necessarily a question but like it's an inquiry mm. how how do people um let's say our age around our age group in this generation deal with having to make that big of a decision because i mean that decision can send people into depression like that decision can make people go crazy because of all the things riding on those type of decisions they don't like i mean it would some people might take forever to even make the decision because they don't want to affect um they they, they don't want to have negative ramifications or whatever so it's like how do you even get in the mindset of saying first of all i have to make the decision at a, a reasonable time like i can't just delay it forever yeah. and then how do you put yourself in like get your head on your shoulders properly to be able to make an educated like proper decision in terms of what would benefit you in life no that's i mean i think it's a it's a very uh tough question but i think i i think for me uh one thing that i can see why he made the, the decision is because life is so much more worth going through it with someone else 
And so I know a big part of it was my mom, probably the majority of the part of it was my mom. And then now I'm 28 and Ron and I have had this conversation, but um, with my girlfriend, you know, um, I've noticed my performances being better, my life being better because I have someone to share it with. And so I think for him during that time, he found someone that, um, you know, he wanted to share those moments with. And, um, and it is a really tough decision because, you know, things could go haywire. Things could not go great. But I think, you know, all things good, uh, they start out with being a big risk. Um, and so I think, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta make that big jump. And, um, I'm definitely in hindsight, super thankful that, uh, that he decided to, uh, make that jump because his, his family is, I mean, my family. So, um, yeah, I'm super lucky, but, um, I would definitely like to, like, uh, I love seeing why people made certain decisions. And so I would love to, uh, it's maybe a conversation I need to have with him and just pick his brain a bit more and mm-hmm. see what were the circumstances and what were those varying reasons that he decided to make that uh, decision at that time? Yeah, I'm curious what 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 you would say on that topic about about like and just that idea of making big, big decisions. Yeah, yeah. because um, I think Nate brought up a great point in just in terms of um, when you have found a partner or found something that you know that it's changing you for the better and you recognize it and are aware of it at that moment in time is crazy. Um, and I have, you know, my girlfriend, she, I've realized this as well. We've had this discussion as well. It's just like the, the impact of another individual synergistically is wild uh, in the place of attaining a goal that was there for as long as I can remember. I've always wanted to go to the Olympic, always wanted to pursue sport and track and field and it's not it's not it's it, the person enhances that dream and doesn't take away from it and i feel like that's like a, a, a special thing and because of that i can see maybe maybe when you have this conversation with with ben be like i can maybe see him being like okay this is someone where i can grow with maybe more as a person than i will grow with in my sport mm-hmm. and like that that is something where i feel like um right now i'm 22 and i don't know i'm a little bit on the younger side in, in my sport and, and developing into the sport but if i was in your position and i was 28 years old and i'd accomplished things that i wanted to accomplish um where i know you have ticked those boxes and then you're like wait a minute you're at the point where you're like there's more mm-hmm. right and like at that moment it's tough i don't know what i would do because uh, after sport, there's a whole bunch of life left, right? And it comes down to um, this moment is great. And as you said earlier, just like enjoying those moments and actually splitting your time between like, I just kicked the living life out of this uh, uh, Paralympics, and, uh, world record, da, 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 da. Like after all that's done and, and said and done, the legacy is there. But then who is going to carry it? that legacy on and I feel like like an important piece that I'm realizing um with friends like Nate and other friends that I've spoken to are a little bit older than me wiser than I am um who have that life experience and I'm just like wait a minute like at a certain point the hustle and the grind is great that mentality that you've developed all this time is fantastic but at a certain point the principle transfers to another section of your life and it's just like who are you going to choose to build that next section of life with and i feel like that's important that's a lot. very important yeah 
and 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 off of what you said it kind of relates to um it's kind of a topic that we talked about in another podcast but it's kind of related to that whole concept of getting better as a person as a human rather than prioritizing getting better uh like socially um or um increasing your status societally um and that's a i mean so if you if you gave that choice would you want to increase like get better as a person or 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 get better like socially if you ask that question to a lot of people in this generation i don't even know if they would pick you know what i mean like i don't know yeah um but, so that's that's like uh no i was just gonna say like that the, the the fact that our generation would struggle with that question is wild because a person who has grown enough knows that the growth eventually turns into social success. So, it, like, you know what I'm saying? It, it takes that initial level of growth to realize that. Though. No, and I think one thing that just came to my mind was, you know, in our generation, there's so many people who talk about, like, rich or richness. Mm -hmm. And for me, I think Ben's life was, it added so much richness to, to his life, having my siblings, mm -hmm. um, you know, being my dad, being a husband to my mom. And so I think um, for him, he didn't really value like that big dollar in that moment. He was like, mm, how am I going to make my life richer? How am I going to make that quality of life even better? And so I think he made that tough, that, that tough decision, but I think that's probably one thing that made him make that decision that's a great mm -hmm. and i feel like that's makes sense that's so that's so crazy because that's that's i feel like that um really really encompasses why like making sure that you're around a sound environment is so important um i mean clearly you were blessed to just be in that uh in, environment but like just ensuring that even even the things that are in your control and like your friends and who you spend the most time with like making sure that those people the things that they do and their character are things that you can look up to and things like you can learn lessons from the way that that person is acting. That's so important. That's so important because like clearly like, yeah, go ahead. Like, like clearly, clearly one of the reasons why you could answer that question so beautifully is because you literally saw that in your stepdad yeah. and like you literally saw that he didn't value this, not because he told me that he doesn't value money. It's because you saw him spending time with other things that don't involve money. So it's like, you know what I mean? Yes, absolutely. And I, I mean, I remember when Vaughn, I won't say what, what the conversation was about, but I remember when Vaughn had to make a tough situation or a tough decision about eight months ago and uh, him and I were going through it. And it's like, dude, what do you want? Yes, there's people that, you might let down on either side, but at the end of the day, you don't want any regret, right? No. Like, like if this is your goal, this is your dream, like chase that man. Like, yeah, uh, like no one can, sure. They might be disappointed for an hour, but after that, no one can be mad at you for chasing that thing that you really want to do. And if they are, see ya. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And this, this brings up, uh, this is a great segue. It's what I was thinking, but just to that, I, um, I remember having that conversation with you and getting off the phone and just like, uh, I thought back to a conversation with my dad and, and what he would say is, uh, he gave me this lesson and the lesson is this, and I, I'll share with all of you, uh, which is what happens if the person or the people that you're doing this thing for dies. And I was like, nah, let's pause right there because <laughs> we have to, we have to unpack that. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that conversation stimulated that 
that conversation with my dad and I had a while back and I was just like, it, it, you have to do you, you have to do you. And like, no matter the repercussions, you will have peace because that's you no matter what. And that was a huge lesson, um, for me just going forward, like thinking about, you know, eight months ago, I'm just like having to make certain decisions. And I was like, you know what? And I'm so, so happy. I listened to my heart. So happy. I listened to my heart because wow. Um, in any other circumstance, I might, I might've been miserable. Right. And so, and I would have to live with that. And so I, I, my next segment and, and thanks for bringing that up because I was, I was like, what, what did you have to become or create to defy the prognosis of the doctors to be like sitting here right now with us? Yeah. Your resume is a long thing, but like, what did you have to become or create, um, to do that. And Vaughn knows this answer, but um, I created this Oshi ego called Grey Wolf Mentality. And so I've, uh, my great grandma is full blood, uh, flathead Native American. Uh, and so uh, a lot of my family grew up on the, on the, on the reservation. And uh, for me, um, you know, I'm, I like to think I'm chill, nice sometimes, Vaughn might disagree. But when I jump on that track, I am vicious, I am vindictive, I am not nice. But that moment I crossed that finish line, I'm back to Nate. Um, and so that's so cold, bro. This not so not so nice person, kind of like mama mentality. And obviously, you probably uh, can grasp on the theme that I really look up to Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, and uh, my uncle worked with him uh, in his last two years of his career. He's in his documentary, um, and so and and so for me. Um, I always just, for some reason, really pulled him because no matter what, he messed up plenty of times, but he always take, took full ownership of that. And so that was one thing that I really wanted to take, um, you know, if I wanted to be successful in truck and field, I had to create this team around me that I had when I got hurt. I had some of the best doctors some of the best neurosurgeons the best parents, the best family, the best friends. So for me, I needed to create that mentality, but also that team that, that surrounds me during that time because there's going to come tough moments when I'm pretty down or have a bad race. And, you know, uh, you know, sometimes you don't need to say the nice thing. Sometimes I need to say what the truth is. Like, wow, that really sucked. Uh, and you did A, B, and C wrong. Um, and so I think uh, for me, that's really what I dove into. And I honestly, I just love... When people speak the truth, like, uh, when people go, like, oh. hey, like, yeah, this sucked. <laughs> like, it's, it's just the truth. Like, I know Heather sometimes, who is my coach, um, she's so sweet. And, um, you know, sometimes I tell her, like, hey, it sucked. And it's okay that it sucked. Like, I'm not going to go down this mental spiral and, like, beat myself up about it. But, you know, let's, mm. you know, let's say why it sucked and let's move on. Wow. And what's, what's crazy about, one of the things that you said in there it is is that concept of um, um, needing a team or making sure that your team is sound and the people that you're around um, are, 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 are helping you to achieve your goal. And not only that, but they create an environment where everyone can grow, essentially. And that reminds me of, it's not really a quote, but it's this idea of basically don't pray for success until you're in the position to deal with the success. Uh, and it's and and, and it, deal, it, it it can be related to you personally like if you mentally being able to deal with certain things um and 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 you personally being able to handle what that 
is that lifestyle is going to bring but also don't pray for success until you have a team behind you that can deal with the success you know what i mean because there's a lot of people who think they have friends right and if they if success was to hit them you're gonna see what friends you have you know what i mean so that's so that's so important that's so important that is so true and i i, I always i'm big on that village that stands behind the one person that a lot of people see because a lot of people don't give the credit due to the people that got them there yes and that's that's something i appreciate with nate um and i, I appreciate him in the sense of just like the recovery pieces that he speaks about with you know his family and having the best available um i've seen firsthand that the recovery pieces is huge like this year for me personally leaning into recovery leaning into that space where you, no one sees it's off track it's so huge it's so paramount and if it comes from a team where are you recharging where are you going when you when you're not feeling like okay i'm on my a game right now where are you going to to refuel like where where are you putting yourself which environment is like your your quote quote default right and i feel like that is a space where a lot of athletes and a lot of people overlook in the sense of not even just like sport but like if you're in any performance field right or if you just in life you're surrounded by people where you're happy you're you're happy for the one time but for the one day you're happy and because that group is normally negative you get dragged back down right and so i feel like there is there needs to be more emphasis on the village behind you and i'm yeah i'm i'm really i'm really fortunate and blessed to to be in connection with nate but then also we've also had a synergistic relationship where um, our conversations are just so it can be the deepest thing it could be the goofiest thing it could be like we just finished a workout and we're like we don't want to talk at all <laughs> right <laughs> and we, we get that like it, it's it's there um but like having that village that understands you takes you for who you are and and say look this is the situation cool peace love you know what i'm saying like that that sort of relationship is unique, but is needed. Yeah, I can't. Yes, I can't. I can't agree more. And I think you know, with that village is there, and then you find those things that really motivate you that you need to pull from 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 time to time. And it's funny how those evolve over the years, right? Like maybe when you're young, it's I just I just want to be the best, right? Or now it's my girlfriend inspires me. She's chasing X. My little bro, Max, inspires me. He's chasing X. You know, I'm running for those kids who didn't get to walk again. I'm really running for them. Or those people who have invisible disabilities like mental health, PTSD, TBIs, who walking down the street, you you would have no idea what they're going through, but they're probably going through hell. Um, and, you know, it's I'm running for those people as well. So I think it's it's cool as you mature your eyes open you travel to different places in the world you just your your eyes are open to so many different things and i think that's the thing that i've really been leaning on over these last uh, two years really dialing in and seeing who those people are that kind of like bond said to actually charge your battery instead of bring it down mm -hmm. um you know I, th I think that's really important to find that and as when, when we're young we don't usually know that and if you do then you're definitely ahead of the curve Definitely, definitely. I, I, well, Matt, I had a question. Uh, unless you wanted to say something on this top on this topic, but um, say. Huh? Yeah. 
I said I, I had a question, but unless you unless you have something about this topic before we before I ask it. No, no, ask, 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 ask. So I want to ask about um, because you're you're already touching on it. Um, what is that? What are those things for you off the track that keeps you going, keeps you motivated as one? I think you already went into it a little bit, but like just like a, a bit a step further. Like, what is your vision of track? What is like? What are you trying to like? Not even trying. We're doing it. What are you trying to scale? Because you're already successful at what you do. What are you trying to scale off track? Yeah, no. So I think uh, for me, I just well, I I really love working with the youth. Um, I've always really enjoyed that, and um, you know, like mm. for example, Vaughn, um, he worked with my, one of my uncle's practitioners uh, in the human movement space, and he's noticed a difference. Um, and so for me, you know, I just want to help kids as much as I can in that space. It's almost like you taking that parking brake off, and you know, or that governor off, as as Vaughn likes to say, and allow yourself to move freely. And so. That's something that I'm super interested in and also uh, giving back to, to Children's Miracle Network. They're a uh, company that fundraises uh, locally for all the children's hospitals in the U.S. and in Canada. Um, and, and all that money that you fundraise stays local, so they have local fundraisers. Yeah. So that's uh, something that I really want to be involved in. And they just did a Where, where Is He Now? A little short doc on me uh, that'll be coming out here pretty soon. And um, and so, yeah, those are the things that I really enjoy and honestly spending time with my family, uh, you know, the, being away up in Victoria with Vaughn and Heather and a, a lot of our teammates, I really realized how important my family is to me. Um, I always knew they were important, but there seemed to be some extra layers pulled back on why they're so important to me. And then obviously mentioned my girlfriend, um, you know, in the past, I don't really talk about my relationship, but, but with Cherie, she's someone um that i just uh i guess the best way to explain is that i would never let anyone be there before a race to talk to me or to say good luck to me um i don't like anyone in that space and she's the only one that i really allow in that space at national championship she was hyper holding me be, be, before the race would would help me stretch out she'd be the first person i want to see after the race and so for me kind of having that whole thing for me um is really important off the track and mm -hmm. um, so um and i if you would have told me that three years ago i would have laughed in your face and all i get like it uh, was definitely nothing um you know heather called me the lone wolf for so long um you know and that's just kind of how i acted and don't trust a lot of people and uh, and so it's funny the way that uh that's definitely changed yeah love it love it Crazy, yes, crazy. Yeah, I remember, crazy. I remember you three years ago. <laughs> I was a completely different mate. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. And where where can where can we find that doc that when it comes out? Like, is it gonna be on your Instagram or is it gonna be on like what's your what's your output there? Yeah, so it should be on Children's Milk Network's YouTube channel, and I believe there'll be a partnership post between me and them uh, on Instagram. Um, so you'll be able to see it there and. You know, have my mom in there talking about it, which is which is pretty cool. She's a pretty unique perspective that uh, you know they always want to hear the patient's perspective, but I think there's such a different layer um, in my mom's perspective. And I mean, you know, knowing that your son could possibly die, I'm sure there's uh, yeah. you know, your I couldn't imagine where your mind goes. I mean, I couldn't imagine something happened to max benji avery or carly like i i don't know what my mind would be going crazy so i can't imagine if it's your own kid 
Yeah, yeah uh, I'm really looking forward to watching that documentary. Just because yeah. just hearing about your mom and how she is, and um, the the moment, it, even in the moment where she's like, "All right, jump out of the car and go in the hospital," um, <laughs> you know, just kind of hearing those layers and pieces, you know, what she was thinking in the moment, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to hear that. Uh, what's your handle oh, on Instagram so that people can see it? It's Nate Graywolf on everything. It's Nate. It's 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 Nate Graywolf. So if you're looking for Reese, it's just not going to be found. <laughs> so, uh, just go with the Nate. Put the Nate Graywolf for sure. Awesome, awesome, man. And I just wanted to say at the end too that just the well, this just the idea that out of anyone that had the right to quit, mm. it would have been you. Yeah, and just the fact that you're just like, no, nah, I'm gonna laugh in the face, and you're about to do this to become a a, a medalist. Like, like we're talking about impact. Come on, bro. Yes, bro. Yes, come on, bro. Yes, bro. Kids seeing that, bro. Come on, bro. Massive, yeah, man. Massive. So just, I just wanted to give you your 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 flowers and props, man, because that's that's Yes. Um, and something that you mentioned in the beginning before we end off um, was just that you're, you're you're shooting for more and you're you're going after um, a, a deeper a deeper layer really of what your achievements were. And I just want my question um, is essentially what are like what's your next steps like if for the next like you know years and a few years here in track and field, however long you continue, like what what do you want to do before you say okay I. Out. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, I mean, the early part of my career was I was chasing Michael McKillop from Ireland. He was the person who dominated our classification. And now I'm in his role. Now I'm the person that everyone wants to be. Um, and uh, I'm excited to feel what that pressure feels like. Uh, I <laughs> To actually feel what that really feels like, and also to have my family—they haven't been to any international competitions. So oh. to have them in Paris, oh. um, I have a big crew going over. It's uh, my own, so I'm super pumped. Uh, Highlighted by Cherie, my girlfriend, and 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 my mother. So I can't I can't imagine what kind of trouble they're going to get in Paris. Well, can't be loud. Yeah, brother. They're, they're gonna be sipping wine and drinking uh yeah sipping wine and having a lot of food that's for sure all right awesome uh, and then making as much noise in that able body scene as i possibly can and then you know i i want to make that olympic trials final in the 1500 which that's uh a goal that really uh that makes me a bit nervous but uh i i i really like those goals and then you know it's it's quality to on the track but just help there be uh more of a uh narrative around athletes with uh invisible disabilities uh knowing that you know when they accomplish something that's no different than any other paralympic athlete and i hope that those sponsorships you know come with that you know as ron and i have had this conversation probably a million times but after tokyo i had no sponsors um and i still really don't have any but i have i have a couple now but you know the big ones in running are those shoe those shoe sponsorships and you know i'm Really hoping to allow um, athletes in the future to uh, have those sponsorships and have those opportunities because I think uh, that, uh, you know, shoe companies maybe are just missing it a little bit. Uh, there's some impacts that us parent athletes can have uh, that I think they just don't either they underestimate and they just don't understand. And so hopefully uh, together we can help uh, just move that narrative along.
So that's probably my biggest goal, to be honest with you. Wow, solid, solid, yes, solid. Yes, and, and and just just so just I know he he he's hovering on the, the last point, but we can't we can't skip over the fact that he wants to be an able body compete in the able body section of Olympics. He was told he would never compete again no. <laughs> bro he said he said he he said they said sports is out of the question out of the <laughs> bro do you understand how cold <laughs> this situation is bro yo yo this give me this give me bro 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 this 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 is the same feeling that i get when i watch um uh uh infinite i uh, know end game yeah. Uh, Endgame. and then cap cap is literally it's him by himself and he's staring at all like the the aliens and they have like he's literally outnumbered and he's like he's prepared to fight anyways bro yes. that's the same feeling i get bro from this yes. conversation bro. bro hard <laughs> hard bro grandpa mentality oh, right top. here top locked and locked top. Top. yeah man well thank you thank you thank you so much appreciate you Thank you for having me, guys. It was uh, it was a good time. I'm just, I mean, I didn't even give Vaughn that much banter, so like, with that, like, I think I let him off. Just wait till we turn this camera off. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's crazy. We might have to, we have, we might have to do a part two though. But like when we're all in person in that. Yeah, yeah. Men, men, that be blessed. That be blessed. Well, thank thank you guys yeah. for tuning in. Thank you, Nate. Um, yeah, super special human being, super special heart, super special mind. This guy's mind is fortified. Um, everything you talked up to talked about up to this point, um, all our guests, and this is a personified example of what it is to build and actually cultivate the the personality, the the wherewithal that you actually want to create in yourself. You know, fortified mind having a clear vision and goal for what you want, actually making the the, the steps and actions to go after them, um, and then boom, building on that, enhancing it, making it better, personal development, um, all of that. I've seen this man grow over the years, and um, I, yeah, he's very inspiring, not only to the people that he's, you know, you know, has his eyes on or has his hands in, but he's inspiring to his friends around him, including myself. And so, um, yeah, this is Nate Grey Wolf. Up in the building. Thanks for joining a special pod, bro. Of course. Thanks uh, for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Reality check. The reality check army. Make sure, make sure y'all go in the comments and first of all, give this man his props and all that. And then go in the comments. Uh, 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 tell us more, more, more conversations you want us to have. Hey, mention people that you want us to have on the pod too, yes. man. Because that'll be that'll be fire. Make sure you like and subscribe and all that too. You know what it is. <laughs> Reality check, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We out.